Some days are terrible, you wish that you were dead And some days are magical, like great banana bread Someday we'll be friends with the voices in our heads The voices in our heads Hey, oh, you didn't kill yourself That's so great How you doing? Welcome to uh, The Voices in Our Heads Um, you girl Christina Marie Hutchinson. That's K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A. Why, you say? I don't fucking know. A lady my mom went met once in her life suggested it, and my mom goes, okay. So that's the story of that. Um, I'm sick if you can't hear it. <laughs> this is going to be such a weird episode. I'm acting, first of all, I'm alone in my home. <laughs> I'm acting like there's people staring at me like I'm at, but in a good way not in like a scary schizophrenic way in a way that's like I'm in front I'm on stage but it's because I'm hopped up on Mucinex yo I totally get why Walter White was making this shit into meth because I mean I th I'm pretty sure it's the Mucinex it's making me a little funky it's like a little like loose loosey-goosey um I'm sober well, no, I'm not. I'm on Mucinex. I can't even say that. But let me tell you something. These Puff Plus with lotion. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm sober. I'm just so giggly. These Puff Plus with lotion. <laughs> I'm going to blow in to demonstrate. I just have to blow my nose. And I'm not going to pause because I'm too lazy. One second, guys. That wasn't too bad. But let me tell you, these Puff Plus... These got mad lotion on them. I put these up to my nose and I feel like I'm snorting meth. I, I feel the, it says puffs plus with Vicks. Ugh, men are so, such babies when they're sick. I'm sorry I'm attacking you right now. I just, <laughs> every time I get sick, I think of when I've had a boyfriend. Remember those days? And I, they would get sick and thank God, I mean, I really like to take care. Not anymore. I've read some books now and I'm better. But um, I used to really love to take care of people. But when guys get sick, you guys are fucking pussies, dude. You guys are like, oh, no, I need water. 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 Shut the fuck up and go to the fridge. I mean, look, I'm not going to say it like that. I'm a nice person. But when I get sick, I just I think it's funny. And it's not, you know, I'm not telling you that you should behave how I behave because that's that's terrible. Who am I? regime is a regime no it's a podcast jesus christ but um guys are babies when they're sick and that always makes me laugh because being sick is kind of fun when you're a hard worker <laughs> because you get you know it's not fun when you have kids and when you have an hourly job i know i hear you yelling at me guys i'm sorry but uh, but i'm what I, my experience for being sick at least now is um is it's an opportunity to rest and watch TV and eat whatever I want. I treat, when I get sick, I treat it like my period, which comes once a month. And I don't get sick that I maybe get sick once a year, maybe. But when I do, I hop myself up on Mucinex. It's kind of fun. I don't take too much. I hop myself up on Mucinex and I, well, now I have these Puff Plus with Vicks, which I feel like I'm getting fucking extra drug fumes from these jesus christ you make these things you just sniff these tissues and your nasal passage is clear that can't be good you know i feel like that's fucked up but whatever but i love being sick because uh, i just so this is the only time i'm going to get sick in 2019 because the year is about to end what did you girl do i took well i had to cancel a show tonight which i don't like doing i never cancel shows but you know the voices in my head are no longer critical pieces of shit. I've been doing some work on me. And I'm like, oh, you're sick. You gotta cancel your spot. Like I didn't I didn't be like, Christina, God, you're so lazy. Like I would usually beat myself up over that, but I'm like, you're fucking sick, bitch, relax. I'm a lot nicer to myself. I know that doesn't sound really like I'm being nice to myself, but I am, I am, I'm nice to myself. <laughs> fucking relax, you dumb bitch. And I texted Shiraz Smalls and I couldn't go to, a sh I, you know, that I had to cancel my spot. But I am also of the ilk that if you're sick and you do stand-up comedy, don't fucking go to a show and get all the other comics sick. Fuck you, dude. That's probably how I got this anyway. Although I'm kind of glad I got it because I downloaded Disney Plus. Yo, yo. If you's is like in your 30s right now and you remember 
Lady and the Tramp and 101 to House. That was pretty right there. It's, I just paused it to record this on the, the most. There's a couple racist parts for this show. Lady and the Tramp. It's a movie. Uh, it was uncomfortable. I actually had to fast forward. See, our society is really changing because we're talking about this shit. And I'm going, oh, okay, that's offensive. Okay, noted, noted. Not, And then... And then you live and you learn about all these things that are like not okay. And then you go back and watch Lady and the Tramp 10 years after the last time you watched it. And you're like, that's fucked up. Sorry, Asians. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Um, but I downloaded Disney Plus and it's, and I'm just, tra- it's like a, it's like I'm, it's like a little, um, it's like Ferris Bueller's day off, but it's just of rest and relaxation because I'm not one to rest. I don't like resting. It's kind of like boring and stupid. I'm like, I don't really think see the point. But I'm sick and I'm kind of enjoying it. So there you go. But when you go to, okay, I don't know how CVSs are in your part of the fucking world or country or state. I don't know where you are. You do any spreadsheets? We get on a treadmill? We in your car? I don't know. I'm in my home and I'm sick. But when I go to CVS by me, which the fact that I can walk to a CVS, I'm still, I've lived in New York City for like 15 years, but I'm still like, this is so cool. Um, I walk to CVS, but everything has an alarm on it. Every fucking product. If I go to buy laundry detergent, which I did mere hours ago, I had to lift a plastic window and this little alarm goes off and it's like, hey, she's buying laundry detergent. Is she going to steal it? That's basically what it should have said. What the fuck, you guys? Who's stealing? Who's stealing a giant thing of of Tide? What, who are you protecting? And then, and I'm like, I mean, it's not like an embarrassing part. You shouldn't be embarrassed by anything at CVS. I just, it's just, I'm not embarrassed to buy laundry detergent, but I am when you sound a fucking alarm. Letting everybody know. I don't know why. It just feels inappropriate. And then I can't go buy AA batteries for my Zoom H6. That's what I use to record this. That's what I'm using right now. A lot of people ask me. Zoom H6. Zoom H6. Uh, And I can't get the batteries without pressing a button to get a little helper guy to come over with a key. And then he comes over with the shampoo key on accident. And I'm like, bitch, who is stealing everything in this store? It's like it's like a liquor store with bulletproof glass. It's like one of those liquor stores you go to and everything's behind the bulletproof glass. But it's and you got to ask a guy, but the guy's there ready, willing and able to help you. It's friendlier in those places, honestly, because of this, you got to annoy a cust a, 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 an employee like, hey, I'm just I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to trouble you. I just want detangler spray for my curly hair. And um, I can't get it unless you go get that key from the safe so i'm not gonna steal it but you know what you're making me kind of want to steal it because fuck you dude fuck you i don't and then this is what gets my goat everybody you ready for this you ready for this i love music and then after all that trouble okay i go through all that trouble i go to the bag get the batteries i get the helper for the batteries and he gets the key for the shampoo but he's like oh, i'm sorry you gotta go for the battery okay oh wow okay and then up, oh, she gets shampoo and then or detergent and all that stuff. And I go to ring it up. I, they have robots for cashiers, which honestly I like because I'm very fast in my life in things I do. There's certain things I do that are very, um, that are just very fast. I like doing things fast. It's, it, it puts me at ease. That's why I don't like to relax. <laughs> so I scan everything. It's like, please. And, and I start entering the phone number. Like I, I cut the machine off before it finishes. And then in my mind, it becomes a race to see if I can do the thing before the machine even tells me to do it. That's some sick shit, yo. You wanna play a game with yourself? Try and out-robot the robot at CVS. Okay, but anyway, so I, I do all the things and it's like, um, you didn't put that in the bag. And I'm like, bitch, yes, I did. I put it in the bag. And the machine's like, you didn't put it in the bag. Yeah, oh my God. So I take it out of the bag and I drop it back into the bag. And the machine's like, well, now it's in the bag. I'm like, yeah, I, ugh. And then some other shit happens. Someone's got to get a card. <laughs> it's just such a fuck fest. This is fire fest of drugstores. And I get my things and I go to leave. And all those products that I had to get a motherfucker to get a key for or to get a card or to get an announcement. The, the stickers that were that were like set up the security alarm still go off 
when I exit the store. And every time, this is every time, this is like a ritual for me, I guess. It just happens to me every time I go to CVS. And then I look around and there's all these employees. Do they even look my way? No, they don't give a fuck. Because they spent so much work trying to get me the products. They're like, I just thought if you're going to steal it, just steal it. And I didn't steal it. That's the thing. I, I rung it up and I put it in the bag. What, what the fuck, you guys? <laughs> I'm not really that mad. I do have to take off my sweatshirt. Is this riveting radio? Why did I wear jeans? I'm at my house alone. Hold on. I have to take off my sweatshirt. You know, CVS. I talk about CVS a lot. I don't know. No, I do know why. Um, it's because it's because that was my first job, and it means a lot to me. And that was when I first got my license when I was 15 years old. My dad made me learn how to drive a stick shift car because when my mom was 18, she got ran over by a big wheel truck on the beach and her neck and her arm got ran over when she was 18 years old. And then, and then she had to drive herself to the hospital because her friend that was with her on the beach, they were sleeping, they were in Florida, didn't know how to drive a stick. And then she met my dad the next day with tire tracks on her arm. My dad goes, you look like you got hit by a truck. And my mom goes, actually, Swear to God, you can't make this shit up. My life is so weird. Thank God it's not boring, you know? I mean, it sucks for my mom. She's got had a lot of surgeries. But anyway, I can drive stick. Why was I telling you that? I don't know. Come see me live. Come see me live. I'm going to sound better than this because I'm sick. Uh, give me a break. Um, if you're in New York City Saturday, this Saturday at 8 o'clock, Wendy Starling and I are going to be co-hosting Glamour Puss at Zinc Bar, 82 West 3rd Street in the West Village. This is the most special show in the world that'll ever be. And we open it every month as two prostitutes, hookers, sex workers. Th those, are the, those are the words we use on stage because we're characters and it's a joke and it's funny, okay? It's very fun. It's a very fun show. You should come to it, 8 o'clock Saturday. Um, December 26th to the 29th. Is this coming out on Christmas? Oh, no, it's not. God, I don't even know what fucking day it is. It's only December 17th. I'm recording this mad last minute. Sorry, Mike. We get it. Someone's hurt. Oh, my God. This is what happens to you when you live in New York. Um, okay. 26th of December is the day after Christmas until the 29th of December. I, Christina Marie Hutchinson, and opening up for David Hill. David Tell is the best comedian in the world. He's headlining Caroline's on Broadway. And I, please come and see me. This is a big deal for me to do this. And you, I mean, I don't feel bad. If, I mean, I'm not going to suck. I've been doing this for a really long time. I'm not going to suck. I'm going to be really funny. But you get, you are in for a treat if you've never seen David Tell. Holy shit. This man is, ugh. Thursday, January 16th, 2020. What are we, the Jetsons? We're not banging. Justin Silver and I are hosting it, and we're not banging. Um, but that's our monthly show, The Stand. And then I'm headlining Philadelphia. Get a Philly, get a Hagee, uh, February 6th to the 8th. Now I see my Philly accent melds with the Canada accent too much, and it doesn't work out. But I'm trying. Um, yeah, come see me headlining in Philly. ChristinaHutchinson.com for all the tickets and shit. That's where you get the stuff. Okay? How you doing? You all right? You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Some lady DM'd me. P.S. She DMs me on Instagram. And I can't find the DM. I went to go find it. And I can't find it. And I'm like, of course, Christina. Because you got to take screenshots. At the time you realize you want to share this information on a future episode. But nope. Okay. Um, she DMs me uh, in response to one of my slow motion videos. Well, this particular one. It's usually of pigeons and me running towards them. Because I'm five. And I don't care. Um, and I, you know, I talk about feeding them a scone from a Starbucks. And that's true. I do. I do. I feed, I buy them a scone. And the scones in Starbucks, they always are like, do you want it warmed up? I'm like, no. And they're like, really? I'm like, it's for birds. And they're like, what? And then they give me the scone. And then I take it down and I, and I drink my coffee. And I, and I, and I, and I feel wanted and loved when I take out that scone and crumble it up and throw it on the ground and they're all like, oh, you're my friend? I don't care if it's because I have a scone. They love, they want to be around me because of the bread and I don't care, okay? Mm. Fuck you. Um, lady DM'd me and I wish I could quote her directly because I don't like, <laughs> I don't like 
summarizing somebody's quote. If I misquote them, I feel bad. But she said something to the effect of that I shouldn't be feeding these birds scones because it's bad for them. And you know, lady, yeah, this is to you. I know you're listening and this it makes me feel uncomfortable when I think that you're listening though actually so I'm gonna pretend you're not but um this is New York City okay this is New York City you know what I see pigeons eating um carcasses of other pigeons mm, that's fun dog shit oh cute little bunnies I haven't seen that that was that was a lie but the other two were true roaches I've seen seagulls and pigeons with roaches in their mouth swear to god I'm not making this shit up poop i already said that but that bears repeating because what so you know i feel like they're gonna be fine with my store-bought scone okay now mind you i didn't look up if they're gonna if that would kill them but if a scone kills them and poop doesn't kill them or eating a pigeon carcass doesn't kill them or a chicken wing you fucking cannibals if that doesn't kill them and 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 a scone does maybe this place isn't for them ma'am oh isn't that gross when you call someone ma'am like that's what you should do if if somebody it's like the customer service thing um if somebody if somebody's being a cunt and a cunt can be a guy or a girl okay let's not let's not limit it to females you stupid cunt it's a guy or a girl okay if you're being a cunt you're being a cunt but i love like a way I, it's kind of passive aggressive i guess which is so fun um to just be like ma'am when I worked in customer service, for very little time I did, cause one good at it, and a customer coming and being a fucking cunt, I'd be like, "Ma'am, oh, <laughs> that was so fun, sir, sir, excuse me, sir." We just call the sirs ma'ams too, cause ma'am has a worse ring to it. That's because people make fun of women more, and that's not good, you guys. No, let's say sir. Let's say sir for the guys, okay? That's rude. Hey, let's do some fuckboy theater. <laughs> Yay. This one is I'm just gonna read one because I that's what I feel like reading. This is a guy. Um, these are screenshots from Bumble. And this guy <laughs> It's just two. It's not this isn't gonna be a long one because I'm sick. God. Uh okay, here we go. I didn't really read it over first, so I hope it's a good one. I read it a little. <clears throat> Fuck boy theater. Ready? Go. Okay. Well, I was thinking we could hang out tomorrow evening. I get out of school at 7. We could meet up for an hour or so after that. What do you have in mind? Yeah, it sounds good. We could uh, watch a movie at my place or go to dinner. Whatever you like. Smiley face. We could meet somewhere for dinner. Not really interested in going to a stranger's house by myself as a first meeting. I'm aware it might be risky with someone else. But with me, it would be fun. And you could always ask me questions that could help me know you better. <laughs> and I live in an apartment with old people around. And you can hear through the walls. So there's really nothing to worry about. Oh my god, you fucking, fucking psycho. <laughs> but I get wanting to go to dinner for a date. That's why I offered that too. How's tomorrow night at 9 sound? And would you like a sports bar? Or somewhere focused on food? Oh my god, I hate this guy. I don't think we are quite on the same wavelength. <laughs> I'm not interested in meeting up anymore. Thank you, though, Nathan. <laughs> I think I misrepresented. I don't live with old people. I help them sometimes, though. <laughs> they live below, around me, in in separate rooms. <laughs> you live with old people, you dumb fuck. Oh. That is a suit. You can't. Wait, hold on. I'm not done yet. They live below and around me in separate rooms or separate apartments. What makes you think we're not on the same wavelength? Just because I like draft beer and pool, even though I'm not good at it? Don't be so quick to judge. Boo boo. That's not it. And I'll admit, maybe I like making out of my apartment. That's why I invited you over. Maybe that was obvious, but I am really good at it. 
really good at it. And just saying, I used to wear all black in high school. I've done the whole goth thing before. Where is this going? Just no makeup. I get the stuff about the terribleness in the world. I just bury it because I want to see the other side of the coin. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I have so many thoughts. I have so many thoughts. Oh, boo. Nathan. See, we got to. Oh, man. I wish I could. I wish I could call him right now. I was goth, so I get it. I don't think you do. I think that's so, there's just so many weird things. I'm not even going to start to analyze it because I don't feel like it. But wow. <laughs> just, I'm aware it might be risky with someone else, but with me, it would be fun. That's what rapers say. Although, although you could argue that I mean, you, one would think, I gotta rot on my Christmas tree, fuck. One would think that if there's old people around, you're less likely to rape, but it's, I don't think that's true. You know, I think people rape old people. That, I mean, I know that happens. I read the articles and I volunteer. Well, I haven't started the, taking the shifts yet, but I've heard that old people get, I mean, old people get, everybody gets raped, dude. Rape sucks. You know what? I'm gonna give you a, a good enough amount of people listen to my pod. A pretty great amount of people. Thank you for listening, by the way. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you being here. I really do. And I'm getting better at this, I think, because I'm listening back to the episodes and I'm going, up. Oh, there's parts you're talking too fast. There's parts you're saying like and do it all the time. And you're saying like, um, and like, I want to get better. It's like, I like listen back to it and then you correct it. Because I don't, I'm, I don't want somebody to edit out every time I say like. I think that's cheating. Whether it is or not, it's like getting a tit job and I'm natural and that's not saying that tit jobs are bad. I just don't want to, my skip, my job is stand-up comedy so I want to get good at talking and so if I have to have a fucking dude, Mike Coscarelli by the way, he's a great guy, edits this, but I don't want to have to edit him to edit all the ums and ums, just fucking, if I make a mistake you gotta fucking hear it and then go fuck yourself, okay? Speaking of rape though, I, oh this is what I was gonna say, um, the little sneak preview. Oh, Corinne doesn't get mad at me that I'm saying this. Um, but we interviewed one of the, the first episode of the new year of Guys We Fucked. You've really got to listen. This podcast is really good. I'm very proud of it. It's available only on Luminary because, uh, because we have more fun with the podcast behind a paywall because not everybody I've ever met can listen and every ex and all the family members and they text me like, Christina, was that about me? Christina, I'm like, oh my God, can you not? And now I have peace of mind. Anyway, um, our first episode of the new year is going to be Gilbert Gottfried, he came over to my apartment yesterday. I met Gilbert Gottfried at Skankfest in the, in the summer. And um, it's a comedy festival, if you don't know. It's very fun. Skankfest South is happening in Houston um, in May or something. Look at my website, I don't know. Just Google it, okay? Um, but I met him at Skankfest. I heard that he was on one of the lineups and I'm like, I gotta fucking see Gilbert Gottfried? Oh my God, this guy's a legendary comedian. And his stand-up was so funny. He's like, an Asian and a Jew go into a bar. Like, he's so... And no one has that style anymore, you know? I He's a dirty motherfucker. I love him. Corinne and I had the most fun. I don't think I have laughed that hard. Before Gilbert Godfrey came over, he came over with his lovely wife to my home. I love recording here because so many amazing people have sat on this green chair that I'm currently looking at. Like really amazing people have sat on this green chair in my living room. I'm so honored. But and Gilbert Godfrey was one of them. And speaking of Disney Plus, I mean Aladdin and the Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid were my favorites. Beauty and the Beast is the main one. But Aladdin, Aladdin, man, and Iago. And I always remember. I'm so obsessed with people with accents, people who talk at a high pitch or a low. I just love the way people talk. I'm really a. I'm really attracted to that in a in a man, if not not in Gilbert, but like no but but in like I, I could be attracted to somebody just by hearing their voice, if their voice is a certain certain tones. And 
I'm just obsessed with the way people talk and how they enunciate and different languages and people from different countries who don't speak English, the way that they speak English and the way that it flows on their tongue, like the way their tongue, like I took voice and a dialect class in, in college because they majored in B, I got my BFA in acting, okay? That's why I'm like so good at fuckboy theater, our God. And I, we, we learned to do all these accents, a lot of which we, we're never gonna use. If you're white, you can't use half of these. But it was cool and, and also, people get upset when white people talk but it's not like when we were doing it we weren't trying to make fun of anybody we we're just trying to like it's really cool the way you figure when you can figure out your tongue is positioned differently to say certain things the way other cultures say them it's just really cool it's like a little dance in your mouth and i love the way people talk and i just was obsessed with gilbert godfrey after i watched aladdin because his voice is so jarring <laughs> and it's so in your face and I, I i don't know i really appreciate that i appreciate people with voices that are different and we were talking and he was on this couch yesterday he was cracking Karen and i up oh my god i was crying i look over his wife was there and she was crying laughing we were all crying laughing it was it was such a great interview and he kept saying something to the effect of like, so yeah, what, do you want to see my dick? Or something like that. And I'm not gonna, I don't know what exactly he said. I'm hopped up on Mucinex and you gotta listen to it to, to get the flavor of the whole thing anyway. But then we were like, Gilbert, you should, you should have merch that's a rape whistle. And it's just like, you should sell it. And then when whoever, you know, if you blow the whistle, if you press the button, however rape whistles work, I don't know. It's just Gilbert Godfrey's voice being like, go away, oh, you wanna see my dick? Like just something, just, and and then he was like, yeah, and then I should do a carbon monoxide detector. And we just got really carried away. But there's a lot of power in, in voices. And Gilbert Godfrey has one of the most unique voices and I, I just love him for that. And you should, I didn't mean for this to be a plug for guys who fuck, but you know what, fuck you it is, okay? I don't have sponsors. This episode of The Voices in Our Head is brought to you by Christina Marie Hutchinson. Please see me live and please listen to the guys we fucked and please don't steal stuff from CVS. They really don't want you to. Oh, you want some life tips? This one's gonna be all over the place. And I still, I, I haven't read the, tra the trauma email things and the responses, still haven't done it. I don't want to yet, I don't want to yet. I'm like really good with boundaries now. Really good with boundaries because I'm trying to, and right now I'm just working on boundaries with myself. <laughs> you gotta start somewhere, okay? Shut up. And one boundary, well, how I can set up boundaries is by figuring out how I feel. And for sometimes for that, guys, you just gotta sit in silence. You just gotta shut the fuck up. Don't put on music for one fucking second. And just sit and think. It's scary, a lot of stuff comes up. A lot of stuff comes up. But some of it's good. But so that's how you get in touch with your feelings. That's how I've been trying to get in touch with my feelings. Um, and I don't know. Meditating is fun. And um, so, 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 oh yeah, setting up boundaries, setting up boundaries, setting up boundaries. One of the things I set up was like, you know what, these emails are really upsetting me. And to, so I check in with myself. That's really the boundary. I don't know if that's a boundary, but I'm checking in with myself and going, hey, do you really want to read these right now? Is it going to upset you? And I think ahead. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy what life, how life can be when you like think how you want things to go or you go, if I did this, how would I feel? And then you're like, oh shit, girl, you never asked yourself that before. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And I still stand by a couple episodes ago when I said get funny ornaments for your Christmas tree in your home, unless you have kids who can read because a lot of these say cunt on them. Um, my Christmas tree. I'm staring at my Christmas tree with Beyonce on top of it. Duh. Um, a sloth, Alice in Wonderland, got Breakfast Club. Others think that's, I just, I really, it makes me happy every time. So that's fun. But some life tips. I had a really great, so I'm friends with a bunch of comedians, duh. And um, I had a great lunch with a comedian friend of mine, um, Dan Soder. He, I just, I really like that guy. He's really, I, I like, he has a really great reputation in the comedy community because he's a nice person and he works really hard and he got, he gets good stuff. Like he's uh, just had an HBO special and um, come out. And I've seen him, I got to open for him, um, in Chicago over the summer and so I got to see this hour a bunch and I got to see it evolve and then I, I was at the taping you should really watch his HBO special it's fucking great and we get lunch every once in a while and it's just nice it's just nice to have like get get lunch with friends 
and coworkers and talk to them. Um, and we just had conversations about various things happening in the comedy community, but we had a great conversation about um, just like morals and values and, and, and taking tally of how do I behave in certain life situations, you know? Like the, the conversation got my wheels turning and it got me to go back and take inventory on how, how do I handle disappointment? How do I handle being dumped? <laughs> Spoiler alert, not great. Do we ever handle that well? No, but whatever fuck quote about like, it's like the way you react in failure is like who you are as a person. Well, honey, guess what? I kind of suck. Um, <laughs> uh, but it made me go back and go, you know, those all those sayings about how you react when shit's not going well is a testament to who you are as a man, a woman, or a, a human being. A they, a them. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you would love to call your beautiful self. Whatever you want to call you. That's what I call you. Okay. Um, and and those really are the moments where who, that define us. That define who we are. Well, that show you who you are. Because especially, man, when you're in like a long-term relationship. And again, I can't reiterate this enough. Don't watch Marriage Story if you are. Because it might make you hate the person. Um, but... When you are with a person, like I was with somebody for seven years and you start to behave like, I'm so weird on this podcast, right? I'm weirder right now because one, I'm on Mucinex and I'm sniffing some sort of drug with these Vicks plus lotion puff things. And and that, and I've been doing it for a while and I've listened to myself back and I've got embarrassed, and I'm, but I'm getting very comfortable. And you're, you're I, I think, I think, I don't know what you hear, but I'm getting a little weirder with you, you know? That was kind of my goal because I know how I am by myself and I know how I am with my best friends and I know how I am with somebody I've been with for a long time, especially something like seven years. You just get weird and you become yourself. But the other thing that I would look back on that relationship particularly is I didn't like the way I handled being upset in that relationship. I, I don't like the way I handled it. And so beating yourself up is a bunch of bullshit. Just to fucking don't. Okay, don't beat yourself up. It's not cool to beat yourself up. It's not chic. You're not, oh, I'm grounding myself before I can be grounded by my dad. Shut the fuck up. Don't, don't bully yourself. It's just so pointless, you know? I'm just gonna bully you into not doing that anymore. Shame is a place. But um, I, it, this conversation that I had with Dan Soder kind of just, it was really great. And it made me evaluate how I conduct myself in all the places and I just I just I wrote that down to talk about on here because I feel like it would do everybody a lot of good and would make the world a better place one of the things I want to do is I want to make the world a better place even if it's just you listening right now not being so much of a cunt to your wife or something I don't know what you're doing to your dog or your kid or your mailman I don't know please don't do anything bad but um if you could just change something little or just, or just, and I think in order for that to happen, all you need to do is sit in silence for a fucking second. Don't put on Spotify. Don't go on Instagram and just think about how you handle certain situations that are tougher. And I don't know, you may be a goddamn angel and for that, good for you, you know, but I think it's just worth evaluating. And I think if I could inspire one schlub to evaluate their choices or how they handle themselves. Maybe, I don't know, maybe war will be over. <laughs> high hopes I've got, high hopes I've got. Oh yeah, so take an inventory of your own morals and values and how you handle situations. Oh, here's another life tip for you that has nothing to do with that. But I somebody told it to me somewhere in life and then I looked it up online I actually looked it up online before I, I blurbed out on the podcast. Aren't you proud of me? I looked up a fact. But you should always be doing your own fact checking all the time. Why is it being spread minute by minute? But um, I take when I feel like I'm starting to get sick, I take hydrogen peroxide and I drink it. Just kidding. Don't do that. I take hydrogen peroxide and I pour a little bit of it in the cap of the hydrogen peroxide and I and I lay on one side, left or right, and I pour a cap full of hydrogen peroxide in one of my ears and it doesn't go in your head or whatever. It just sits there because I don't know why, but it does. I'm sure, you can look that up, but I didn't, okay? 
And I sit and it bubbles and I sit there. I lay on my side with it in my ear for about 10 minutes and then I dump it out and then I switch and do it again. And I'll do that when I feel like, am I getting sick? And I swear it lessens the blow. I mean, granted, I'm still, I'm sick, you know, I'm sick, uh, but I'm not really that sick. I feel I'm okay. Again, I'm going to blow my nose. I'm too lazy to just, just hold on. Take this time to reflect on your morals and values, okay? That's not bad. Oh my God. It's like I'm fingering a candy cane. Oh, it's a roach. Oh no. Oh, it's a roach. Oh, you heard that. You heard my, oh, I hate roaches. Oh, guys, no, I'm not going to have that edited out, but I am going to get the roach stuff, so hold on. Fuck you, asshole. Fucking cunt. Die, bitch. Die, motherfucker. Sorry, got up. Oh, where is it? There it is. Oh, my carpet, you fucking turd. Oh, was it already dead? Shit, I think it was already dead. Don't you like that? Wow, that was totally unplanned, and I'm not proud of my reaction. <laughs> Speaking of handling, how do you handle situations? It's roaches scare. They it 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 scares me. The first second I see a roach, and look, this guy's tiny. I think he was already dead. Oh, I feel like an idiot. I shouldn't have admitted that, but I'm honest. Okay, what else do I have? The truth. Well, maybe it'll set me free. But um, when I see a roach in the winter, I see them every once in a while. My house is so fucking clean and so fucking organized, so go fuck yourself. Marie Kondo has zero things on me, okay? Because I've already been doing the gives me joy shit before, well, she's probably older than me, but I've been doing it for a while before that show was aired, so fuck you. I know she's beloved, I'm sure she's a nice lady. I have not watched the show. Just so many people talk about it. I'm like, I get it, I'm organized too, okay? But um, when I see a roach, um, I, I scream. I genuinely scream. I mean, you heard it. You just heard it. <laughs> when I'm all alone, no one's here. I'm like, ah, like, like a, like a, like a shitty D game horror movie actress. I scream. And then what happens right after that? Anger rushes through my bones. And I'm like, this bitch must die. And I wage rage war with raid. <laughs> Sounds like an ad, but it's not. Um, and now I'm just staring at, like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm grossed out by roaches. Yes. But I'm like, I'm staring at a dead one. I don't feel like cleaning up right now. I just like, whatever. It's okay. But when a bug crawls, oh, you know, it's the worst. Yo. And if you live in, in those suburbs, you know, fucking centipedes, the worms with the billions of legs. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ooh, I don't need no man. But like when that thing comes out of the wall. I'm gonna need a man, okay? <laughs> you guys, I have a segment at the very end of this episode. I'm just gonna tease it now. I just have a still, oh shit, did I, uh-oh. <laughs> this is not going well. I'm, on, I'm sick, okay? Um, the um, segment at the end, and I practice a, theme, a little theme song for this bit. The theme song, the theme song for this bit that I'm teasing you right now. I have to do it at the end, you'll see why when you hear the song. But it pretty much describes what's gonna happen, it's called, Let's get really high and call customer service. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. At the end of this episode, I'm going to light up a joint. I know, I've, I feel like I've been broadcasting that I smoke weed a bunch, and I do. That's because I do. And um, and I'm going to smoke a J, and I'm going to call the um, customer service line for, I have wrote it down for Campbell's Soup, because my ex-boyfriend, um, Darren, great guy, lovely man, um, he, there was a time during when we were dating where he worked at Campbell's Soup and I was like, what do you do at Campbell's Soup? And he's like, well, I, you know, when you buy Campbell's Soup and there's like a, got any questions? 1-800, well, it's 257-8443. Um, I'm the guy that I pick it up and I'm like, what, what do people ask? You, <laughs> this call center. And he's like, usually it's like old ladies asking about like, what does other ingredients mean when it's like, hey, we have all the ingredients listed and then it's like, and other natural ingredients. I'm like, oh, that's a great question, Darren. What do they mean? Eh, they don't really tell us. So we kind of got to just like misdirect them. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, but so I just, I like prank calling. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I've been doing it since I was a child. Prank calling is so much fun. And so I was going to, 
maybe you know what i shouldn't smoke weed i gotta stop promoting drugs i'm just gonna do it stu- i'm just gonna do it sober but that theme song was go so good and uh, let's get really high and call customer service i just think i don't know what else what other word to put in there but um yeah i gotta stop promoting drugs so much because i'm not i think you should live your life and feel your feelings and i realize that i'm I'm a little bit of a hypocrite sometimes. Oh yeah, the hydrogen peroxide thing in the ear. Oh, that roach really threw me off. Um, don't. Oh, <laughs> here's this is like under life tips. Sometimes I'll write something and I'm like, what do I mean? Um, I've noticed this trend lately where people come up to you and tell you what they saw on your Instagram stories, but that's where it ends. Like people come up to you and say, oh, you saw, you went over a bridge. And it's like, and they don't have anything else to add. And it's, I mean, I don't, what am I going to say to you? Yeah, I did. And you know what else I did? I filmed it and then I uploaded it and then I put a caption on it. So yeah, I I remember I was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, I think it's because I have an affinity towards, wait, affinity means that you don't like it or do you do like it? This Mucinex, stop. Don't make fun of me, okay? Um, the mucinex is kind of messing me up. You like something. You have an affinity. You like something. What's the antonym for it? I don't like small talk, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. I don't like small talk. I think it's disgusting and repulsive. And I understand that most people incorporate small talk into their social interactions because, as you should, because you don't talk all fucking goddamn motherfucking cunt-ass fucking day. If I'm not recording one of my podcasts, I'm either doing somebody else's podcast or I'm doing stand-up or I'm on social media. Like, I just, I feel, I talk so much. I don't mind it. My throat really wants me to quit, but I don't mind it. And so I think this is just a skill that I've developed is just, I've been able to retire small talk from my life. I've also retired bong rips and shots. And I'm really loving how responsible it is to be here right now, right here, right now with you. What are you doing? You doing a spreadsheet? You pretending to work? Are you counting inventory in the back? In the in, are you what are you at CVS? Don't steal. Uh. But yeah, just you know, let's think of some other topics. Let's think of some other topics that we could talk to people about because it's like, and one of the reasons why I bring this up is I realized that I did this too the other day to somebody. I don't know if it's because people do it to me, but. I'm like, oh, you you pet a dog on your Instagram stories. And they're like, yeah, I know. I was there. Yep, I know. So, you know, and I got real mad at myself because that pisses me off when other people do it. No one is immune from being a hypocritical piece of shit. Okay? And you, you're, no one is immune to it. We're all human. But let's think of some other topics. Should we do it right now? Here are some questions you can ask people. Do you have a typewriter? And then go from there. Um, have you jerked off today? That's probably inappropriate. Don't ask them that. Don't, don't do that. Um, oh, okay. I don't, you can come up with topics. I'm not going to do the thinking for you. Okay. God, (laughs) you can, you got this. Um, I, (laughs) story that made me laugh. (laughs) I have a vision board. I have a vision board because all this shit I'm telling you about all this health, help, (laughs) All this self-help shit I'm telling you about is true. Like, it really does help me. And one of the things that I actually do that I would never post about a pic, like, I wouldn't post a picture of because it's embarrassing. Like, it, the actual, I don't want you to see the actual things I have written down on this because I that's very private. Like, certain things, I am so not private with so much of my life. And that, honestly, it's I love it. Because sometimes it's like, well, I don't know how to deal with this. Here, this is what I did. What do you think? Maybe I'll reevaluate. Um, but like th- there's certain things that there's just a hard line in the sand, which is nice because I never know. You know, a lot of times I don't know. But th- this one I know. I'm not sharing what, like I wouldn't share a photo of this, but I have a vision board. I have a vision board on my, in my office and it's in this giant cork board. And uh, I'm such a big fan of this type of shit, this thinking, this thinking of like staring at what you want and really thinking about what you want. Oh, that raid is really giving me a headache. If I pass out, well, this episode will never make it to air because I got to send it to Mike in like 10 minutes. Jesus. Um, But if I pass out, you know why. But then no one will come find me because this isn't being broadcasted live. Oh, that raid. 
sorry i really went hard on that road show's priority dead um but i have a vision board because i think that kind of thinking i read man i remember when i was uh like 19 or 20 and i found the secret the book the secret and i was like this you guys don't get it this is insane and and looking back i mean that shit that philosophy i'm really am i really am a fan of but then like i had i realized like i got too into it and i got like the dvd and the planner and the and it's like what am i in a cult no i fuck that shit no 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 so I took the ideas that made sense for me because I look back at the DVDs and this, the fucking interviews are corny as fuck. And I'm like, stand-up comedy has ruined a lot of things for me. And one of them is panels and interviews. If they're not funny, I think it's, or poignant or really poignant, or you're talking like you mean what you say. I think you're full of shit. But the vision board is something I have. And uh, I, I took it out last night. I have a lot of things on it. It's not, actually for this one, I don't have pictures from like magazines or anything. There's no photos on them. There's just flashcards. I went to the container store because that's where I go when I'm feeling lost. And I bought a giant cork board that's a funny shape because haha, that's fun. And I got really oddly colored index cards because I need everything to be visually pleasing to me as often as I can control it. And I wrote down all these things as if they already happened. Um, And so I wrote it as if like, oh my God, this... We just did this thing and a lot of exclamation points and I pinned, I put them on flashcards and I put them on this bulletin board and then I, uh, I got, I bought weed. I got to stop talking about weed. I'm going to after this episode um, because I don't want to encourage people to just be a pothead and smoke weed all day and not live their dreams because I have... It's, it takes a long time and it's a dance to find a delicate balance of marijuana use that works for you specifically, okay? So I don't know. I just want to, don't want to encourage people to just lay on their ass and smoke weed all day. Although those are the ne- ne- negative stereotypes that were hammered in my head by my mother and father. So you know what, dad and mom? I bought weed the other day <clears throat> and I don't care. So fuck that. And anyway, the weed guy came in and looked over and he was a cool, he was hot. He was really sexy. And then he took out his briefcase and then he looked over and I was like, fucking shit, you dumb bitch didn't take your vision board and put it back in your office and now it's glaring and it's so obvious and all those dreams and wishes are just right there for him to see and I felt naked in the and not a way that I wanted to be naked. I would rather had a titty hanging out at that time than my dream board be on my chair because that's just more vulnerable. Oh, so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. Uh, and he gave me that like, that's cute. Like I'm like, shut the fuck up. You don't know me. I'm mad embarrassed. But what I actually said to him was like, oh, it's for like a prod. It's like a, I'm doing like a school project. <laughs> Just give me the joints and leave. <laughs> the voices in our heads. Do you know I made that into a, well, I had help. I had a lot of help by musical boys um into a full-length song the theme song for the podcast you only hear like five seconds of it or however many seconds you hear at the top of every episode that's a full-length song and i'm really proud of it <laughs> one day i'm gonna release it um it's really good it's really good and i love uh writing a song is not something that i ever ever would have i would have shut myself down so hard before ever doing that but it's good to have friends who push you and encourage you to do things that uh that you know wouldn't normally do yo i watched this fucking jeffrey dahmer doc man i watched this dahmer doc on um it was on hulu jeffrey dahmer famously rapes and kills and eats and sleeps and poops everyone poops even jeffrey dahmer but he pooped out he, ugh, let's not talk about that um but he did some terrible things and um i was watching I'm really into crime shit lately. I'm on that fucking train. I'm fascinated by people who are dead and I'm fascinated by people who kill other people. And so a lot of us are because, wow, there is an unlimited supply of these fucking documentaries. And it's so nice to watch it just right before you snuggle yourself into bed. That's when I like to watch them. But I'm watching this Dahmer doc and they're interviewing his dad. His dad was wearing sunglasses, like sunglasses you would wear if you were blind, but I don't think he was blind. But I get why he doesn't want people to see his eyes. Um, But his dad was like, yeah, Jeffrey, he turned kind of shy after the divorce. Yeah, and then he ate people, though. 
That's I, how do you, if you're interviewing Jeffrey Dahmer's dad, how do you not say that? You know, you want to be respectful, but. And then they 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 showed interviews of Jeffrey, and she's like, I just I just like to shake people up a bit, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, and then you eat them, and then you eat them. The doc and the documentary was narrated in a cheesy way. They had so I guess there was only one reporter, this lady who I thought was Diane Sawyer, but it's not. Sorry, it's another lady. Um, originally interviewed Jeffrey Dahmer after he got in prison, and he only did one interview and it was this lady and then so she's basically narrating this documentary that was made recently and she's interview she's narrating it with like a news lady cadence and i'm like okay, who first of all i don't know who came up with that cadence and i don't know why but i get that that's what we use for the news tonight at 10 a firefighter put raid up his booty hole like okay i get that that you want to be a little formal but then when you narrate a documentary, like, and then Jeffrey Dahmer fucked the little boy's skull and put it in the freezer. Like, eh, maybe that cadence isn't appropriate. That's not what they said. But the funniest part was I was watching this Dahmer documentary. And it was just bad. It's atrocious. The Like, just what he did was really bad. And then I was thinking, could you imagine, like, <laughs> sometimes I have these dumb bitch thoughts in my head. Or I'm like, he just needed to meditate. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Christina. He just needs to meditate. Like, if he, honestly, if he, like, meditated, like, I feel like he, like, wouldn't, like, he'd, like, be able to, like, overcome, like, his demons. Can you imagine if Jeffrey Dahmer discovered meditation mid-killing spree and was like, you know what? Huh, I'm good. And then it was cutting a commercial because I was watching this thing on Hulu and I didn't get the plan with the no commercials, I guess, and I don't know where to find out where to get it. Did I try to look? Not really. I just bitch every time there's a commercial on. But there's this commercial for this fucking bipolar medication. And the commercial was like a mom in a kitchen. And a girl, little girl comes in like, mommy. And then the mom's like having a meltdown. And so she goes back in. The girl goes back in the family room to her dad's like, something's wrong with mommy. And the I'm like, all right, fuck you. And then the medicine, what's it called? Latuda. That's a little rude. Latuda? A little condescending, huh? Oh, oh, mommy's threatening to kill herself. She's throwing glass bottles at grandmother. Latuda. Shut the, just call it something else. And But it also reminded me of this. Michael Che, who's uh, on Weekend Update, he, has, he, had a, he had a stand-up bit about how prescription drugs are named after black women. <laughs> and he did his, I think he wrote the sketch on SNL about that. And then when I saw that, I was like, Latuda, that's funny. Um, but let, like, I just feel like I don't know. Just the com the commercial really the commercial really pissed me off. Anyway, back to Dahmer. He really ruined hitchhiking. Man, he hitchhiked. People were hitchhiking. This one guy was just wanted to see his cousin for some concert, and then Dahmer picked him up, and whew, then his neck was getting sawed off in Dahmer's living room. That guy really put mutilated bodies, and he didn't really. He was like, I just really like it. And then it cuts to another commercial and Leah Michelle comes on. She's like, go to Zola.com to create your wedding website today. You don't need a planner. So then Jeffrey Dummer started raping people in the army. <laughs> it's just that was that commercials are never sensitively placed ever. And I'm talking about in a Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. I'm also talking about in articles online when you're reading something fucking atrocious and then it's like, hey, dude, are you a dude? And you want a bigger dick? Can we not right now? <coughs> oh, I really went hard on that. <coughs> We've been through a lot this episode, guys. I hope you're here still. Let's get really high and call customer service. Oops, shit. I dropped it on the floor. Okay. So should we call Campbell Soup? Oh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's call Starbucks customer service. And then, cause there's one Starbucks by me that doesn't have pumpkin spice anymore. And so I'll just call and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I hope they answer. Okay, I am smoking weed, calling customer service, not being angry about <coughs> my parents forcing a negative stereotype about weed into my head. 
<coughs> you know, <coughs> <coughs> something I don't recommend. Don't smoke weed when you're sick. You know what I mean? Just like wait. But this is for a bit, so it's okay. <laughs> Oops. Okay. 1-800. I can say this number because you don't care. It's customer service. It's public. 1-800-782-7282. Oh, I don't want to be rude. Welcome. And thank you for calling Starbucks Coffee Company. You're we welcome. We are here to help. Pour continuer en français, appuyez sur le 2. Para continuar en español, oprima 3. Say two for French and three for Spanish. See, if you are calling smart. about a Starbucks card or Starbucks rewards program, press one. Oh, for questions ooh. or feedback about oh. one of our stores, our products, oh, or our company. Well, maybe, I'll, maybe we'll get to know way, what the Starbucks reward program is. Press nine to return oh. to the main menu at any time during this call. To repeat this menu, I gotta, press star. Sorry, I got to repeat it. If you are calling about a Starbucks card or Starbucks rewards program, press one. For questions or feedback about one of our stores, our products, or our company, press two. By the way, if you would oh, like shit. to chat Come with on. us online, no. press one now, no. and we'll text you a link. Message uh, and data rates may apply. Otherwise, please stay on the line. Oh, okay. Thank you. God. Which number did I press? Shit, I shouldn't have smoked weed. This call may be recorded for quality purposes. Please hold while we transfer you to the next Should available Should be an old lady or a young girl? Your estimated wait time is less than 20 minutes. Oh. Did you know that you can reload your Starbucks? Who the fuck is calling Starbucks? Maybe I could call. All right. You know what? Fuck Starbucks. Who is calling Starbucks? Maybe they only have one employee. Let's call. Let's call McDonald's because I actually have a legit question for them. Let's call McDonald's. Because, okay, when I eat their chicken, crispy chicken ranch wrap in America, it gives me stomach ache. But when I eat it in Canada, it doesn't. And I think it's a little shady. Just in time for the holidays, customers can shop at goldenarchesunlimited.com. She sounds really depressed. Apparel and accessories that can't be found anywhere else. She should read feeling good. In a few words, tell me why you are calling today. I have a question about ingredients. You are looking for nutrition information. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yes. Thanks. Okay. Nutrition information is available in our mobile uh, app and on our website at mcdonalds.com. In the mobile app, click on the menu icon. I want to talk to somebody. Then choose a menu item. That's on rude. Website, See, robots are taking over the world. Then pick the nutrition calculator. Can I help you with anything else? Yeah, can I speak to somebody? Sorry, can you please repeat that? Speak to a representative. Sorry, I could not understand. Okay, thanks for calling. Oh, wow. McDonald's just fucked me up the ass. Well, let's call Gamble's. <laughs> hey, you know what? <clears throat> Sometimes shit doesn't work. And that's okay. And we're not going to delete it. Because who cares? Like, this is life. What, am I only going to show you the entertaining shit? No, that would be smart. Let's call Campbell's. I don't really have a question for them. I'll make it up. Hi, thanks for calling the Campbell Soup Company. See, this is nice. We produce real food that matters for life's moments. Okay. For English, press 1. Para Español, opri. Our customer loyalty team will be happy to assist <gasps> yes. you. Please have your product information handy. Oh, I don't have for anything. For quality assurance, this I'll call may be monitored and recorded. Please hold on. We'll be right with you. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. Thank you for calling. My name is Marla. Whom do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Hi, Marla. My name is Marie. And what can I do for you today? Um, so I was wondering, I was about, uh, oh, shit, there's a roach. Oh, sorry. Um, I bought a, a can of soup uh, for my kids. My grandkids are coming over. And uh, it was it was like a baked potato. And it's in the ingredients, it said in other natural flavors. And I was looking at some of the other products you all have. Um, and they said they have it other natural flavors in the ingredients list. And I was just wondering uh, what what that meant. Uh, let me see here, because I know that, uh, for example, on our uh, one of our our subsidiaries is actually a Pepperidge Farm. They've got a great example for this. So oh. on their goldfish, uh -huh. uh, they've got like their quote natural colors unquote on their goldfish colors. Yeah, what the hell is that? And that act That's shady, well, right? 
Well, it turns out we actually have the exact answer for what those are. Oh, thank God. So with, yeah, we, we have exactly what that is. Uh, for example, um, on their uh, red coloring for the oh. red goldfish, yeah. that's actually uh, beet juice and oh. red peppers. And what? It, uh, sweet red pepper. Oh, my God. So they're getting it from the earth. Right, exactly. Oh, so whatever we, wow. We put, like, natural flavor on something. It's Do you know Facebook is spreading lies? They have articles on Facebook saying that those colors are really from the Clintons. They're they're spreading some lie about the ingre- and other ingredients, and I was like, that is kind of shady because I don't know why well, they would list like, it. I, I do know the, that, like, a lot of places, like, things that just say other ingredients but that's yeah. like we, why we put other natural ingredients because right right natural ingredients that way means we got them from, from earth something like that something that's like an, an actual like yeah a, an and where what do like where that. do you get your vet like what farms you do american farms or you do other farms uh i am not Ooh. entirely i like i'm fairly sure we get uh, let me check on our sourcing. I know we had info on that around here. I have to look it up, though. Okay, because there's also articles on Facebook saying that, like, Campbell's is outsourcing their ingredients from the Mexicans. And I was like, I don't think so, but I don't know. Let me look into that. Like, I know there's some things that are, like, harder to get in certain places, but... Uh, uh, yeah, that makes sense, because, like, climate and stuff. But I don't know all the rules, uh, you know? I research everything these days. So, for the... Uh, all of our uh, chicken is raised and processed in the U.S. Oh, that's good. Cool. Uh, the clams are from certified fisheries in the Northeast U.S. We do have some things that do come from other places. Oh, uh, like our, where? Uh, our sea salt, for example, comes from uh, both the San Francisco Bay and uh, the Laguna Ojo de Liebre in Mexico. Oh, um, so that shit. one does actually come from there because so that article kind of had like some facts. Okay. Region around. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, it's just you never know what's um, true and what's not true. I mean, I don't give a mm-hmm. shit, but I was just curious. The wheat we use, for example, is from both the U.S. here and also we get some of that from Canada. Did you say well. the weed? Wheat. Oh, wheat. I was like, 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 whoa, like grain, like flour. Whoa. Okay, I was like, damn, <laughs> y'all, I, this no, is cheap for weed we in it. If y'all see about weed in it, I buy way more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for your help. You're very sweet. I appreciate it. Um, well, I'm glad I could help you out with that. Um, is there anything else you were wondering about here? Oh, I mean, a lot of stuff I'm wondering about, but nothing that has mm-hmm. to do with the soup or the cookies. Just, you know, life philosophy stuff, like what's it all mean? But, well, uh, I mean, that's a very good question that I definitely am not qualified to answer. Oh, uh, but if you have uh, any guesses, I'm, you know, I'm all ears. Well, I mean, if I think of any, I'll let you know. Well, thank you so okay. much for calling. Um, would you mind providing some additional information just to document this call? If I could uh, get a last name just so our product team know that people are actually concerned about, uh, you know, making sure that we have real natural ingredients when we say something like that on our labels. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. So my last name is Trump. T-R-U-M-P. And is there anything, uh, right, I already asked if there's anything else I can do for you today. Nope. Would you like the reference number for this call? Um, no, thank you. Well, thank you so much for calling, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Okay, bye. Is Oh, that... <laughs> that person was nice. I hope that's cool that I put this on a podcast. But that's what he said, you know, whatever. He was real, homeboy was real, uh, real specific about those natural, and it's natural... <laughs> But I get, I mean, you know, you gotta. Well, that was fun. Did you have fun? Did you have fun? That was another day in the life of getting really high and calling customer service. I I hope you had a good time. I hope you um, can take some, take this week, take today, take a second, guys, to reflect on your lives and how you, what your morals and values are and how you handle shit. And do you do things that you're proud of? Make yourself proud today. And don't be a dick. Be nice. And, um, you know, if you want to talk to somebody at McDonald's, you can't. You got to text them. See you next Wednesday. Patiently waiting for my demise. Because my success can't be quantified. If I gave you for two fucks my streaming numbers, would have put my net up on Spotify. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. I ain't never seen this feeling in my whole life. That's worth to prove.
on the life Finna float like feathers. Yeah. Me and Hover do it like rebels. Yeah. Most of y'all tits got pebbles. Yeah. I got the rocks and the feathers. Yeah. Ice lightning bolts from the heavens. Y'all yeah. gon' have to watch us eat. Stocked up like the doomsday preppers. Anybody ever had an error? Yeah. When things could've been better. Yeah. Feeling like it was on a stretcher. Yeah. And all you remember was the hatchers. Yeah. But the universe lifts that weight. Yeah. Then you shine like a new feather. Yeah. Blessings on blessings, etc. Yeah. Feeling like the best year ever. Yeah. Damn, it's nice. Yeah.